Hey, this is Zen, and this is the Meet Us in Paris podcast, the podcast all about things travel, be it destinations, food, having an amazing time, or what to pack on your next trip. With me today, in a part of SoCal that still has electricity, is Katharina. Hi. And Kristen. Hello. We also are unaffected by the fires. Yes, we are unaffected right now. Just allergies. Yeah. <laughs> Severe allergies, and yes. every time we walk outside, it smells like someone's burning wood in oh, their stove. Yes. Uh, in their fireplace. So, as always, we are talking about the, oh, the fires. The sadness of the fires. Yes. Wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah. Um, okay. It, it's crazy. Um, as always, we are talking about travel and vacation, but today's podcast is going to be a little bit different. Um, most of our podcasts center around a location, but we realize that not all vacations are the destination. Many are about the journey, as we said. And Catherine has done things that we've met, talked about is like uh, van life, is yes. I think what they're calling it now. Yes, van life. <laughs> van life. And so to mix things up today, we're going to discuss adventure vacations, things like hiking, white wire rafting, and climbing. So hang in there. We'll be – get that – Hang in there. Yeah, yeah. Climbing, rafting and climbing. (laughs) Oh my gosh. We'll be discussing all of this right after our sponsor break. Meet Us in Paris is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals. And we can help you reach yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big. Take risks. Be amazing. Adventures. Um, mm-hmm. I'm assuming you ladies don't only go places, but you do adventure. Katharina, you've mentioned once about your um, doing the van trip. Yes. So that was, yes, my biggest adventure was living in a van for over a week mm-hmm. and not showering and living and cooking in the bus and all adventures that comes of driving a very old beat-up <laughs> bus as in it breaks down, overheats, you have to pull over, cool yeah. it down and all of that fun stuff. And you said you would do it again um, I would, in the past. And, and sure. we actually did a whole podcast on this. But the, now in retrospect, is there anything in particular that, you know, that you, you know, sometimes after you're sitting on something like that, you go... What was I thinking? I don't think I would do it again. Do you have any reservations or what would you do different? Um, I would do it again, but what I would do is book up campsites in advance uh-huh. because those book up in a month or two months in advance. Oh gosh, so yeah. sometimes you would just pull over at a rest stop or the side of the road and that was always kind of scary because you don't know if someone's going to come up to you or if the cops are going to come and tell you to move. Yeah. So. Which one was your first stop? My worst stop was actually our first stop. <laughs> so our plan was on this bus to go from Orange County straight to San Fran in one wow. go. Mm-hmm. But the rules on the bus were saying you cannot drive that many miles on it because it's too old. But my boyfriend and I were like, okay, we'll just try to get as far as we can and then stop somewhere. And we got t- we drove seven hours. And by the way, we can only go 50 miles per hour in this car. Seven hours would almost get you there. Mm-mm, no. Oh, There's also traffic mind. and everything. <clears throat> so I think we drove seven hours and we got to a rest stop. And it was already late. It was like, I don't know, 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night. And I was like, okay, let's just stay here. Let's not move. The rest stop is like private, secluded off the highway. We should be fine. But my boyfriend's like, no, no, like, I think we can go a little farther. And I was <laughs> like, no, the bus is, like, tired and, like, we <laughs> need to give it a break and we're yeah. going to have to go uphill. But and how like, old was this VW bus again? A 60s. A 1960s yeah. VW bus yeah. with a camper pop-up top. Yeah. Okay. Gosh, taking it into hilly San Francisco. Yeah, and it was getting hilly. We <clears throat> yeah. were in San Fran. I don't know where this was, like Fresno, I don't know somewhere and going uphill and I'm like no like it's gonna die on us like we shouldn't do it but my friend's like no no it should be fine and as we're going up the hill the red light goes on for the emergency warning that we need to pull over no and we're like okay we're gonna have to pull over so he pulled over and then the car died right off the side of the road 
Oh, so that was campsite number one? That was campsite number one. We got to a campsite, but we didn't enter it fully because the car wouldn't go. And we tried pushing it, but we were too exhausted. And, yeah, I was pretty scared because there was, like, some random people coming up to us mm-hmm. from the forest. And I'm like, who are you people? People were coming out of the forest? Like, the campsite was foresty. Uh-huh. And then there's, like, random, like, kids, like, 18, 19-year-olds at, like, 12 o'clock at night, like, coming up to us. And I was like, oh, my God, what's going on? I don't know what city we're in. I don't know where we are. Yikes. And we didn't even get into the campsite just right outside of it. And we kind of push it to the side. And then my boyfriend wrote a note on for the windshield saying our car broke down. Please don't like, <laughs> do anything. <laughs> Mercy. I didn't, I didn't sleep a wink at all. I was terrified someone's going to come in or like something was going to happen. So I just stayed up the whole night. Wow. Freaked out. Wow. So I was not happy. That was the first night. And I'm like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. So... I would book the campsites in advance uh-huh. for sure and then not plan on going straight to San Fran in one go. Just like do four hour increments and then actually enjoy where I'm staying. Stay at the Madonna Inn. Oh, yeah. Ah, yes. yes. <laughs> but then that defeats the purpose of the van. You're supposed no. to spin use it. the van to get there. <laughs> you're you supposed to spin you it. I know many. Might as well just rent a car, a normal car. Yeah. I know a lot of people who rent those things and they. they uh, they'll spend half the nights in their RV and they'll spend the other half the nights mm. in hotels. Yeah. So there's no Mix shame Mix it that. up. I don't know. Or I would get the newer uh, yeah. the bus. I think the 80s, they had like the better, they had the regular engines of course. Are they going to bring those back? You would I think. I think they're doing an electric they're version. They're doing an electric sure, version. Sure, but bring it back. <laughs> yeah. People yeah. love it. Okay. Yeah. Well, now that the VW Beetle's gone, they yeah. just continue to... I don't know where the sad Is there sound, sound effects are. So, <laughs> okay, it's a lot of fun. Well, I, I recommend it. I'll tell you one that I did yes. that kind of aligns with the camping thing. We did get campsites at, ahead of time because we knew we had to get there ahead of time. But um, I've gone long distance bicycle touring, and if you're not wow. familiar with long distance bicycle touring, it's where you take a bicycle. And you go long distance? <laughs> yes, but it's a little oh. bit more than that. Yeah. <laughs> you put um, all your gear, all your camp, you camp, you bicycle and you camp, you bicycle mm-hmm. and you camp. And so you carry all of your gear on the back of your bicycle. Like in a so, basket? Um, no, like Backpack? we have panniers. Um, so there's panniers. There's oh, actually saddlebags that actually go onto the bi- back of a bicycle. Yeah, and okay. there's actually front front wheel panniers. But these are bicycles like schwins and stuff like that well back Puffies. in the day yes no 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 usually <laughs> but i mean they're not they're not like road bikes like motorcycles and stuff no 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 i'm okay. talking bicycles yes, yes. bicycle okay. bicycles yeah and um most of us you know we, you know we had a series of cannondales and fujis and for mm. different a lot of different um but there's they make specific touring bicycles for people who like to go long it's almost like hiking right mm-hmm. the hikers and um, every day we would roughly go somewhere between somewhere between sixty and a hundred miles a day on bicycle wow. with twenty four pounds of gear on the back of the Jeez. bicycle. Wow! And then we would go to a campsite and camp, you know, and of course eat your food on a campfire. Go to the local grocery store, and uh, just to kind of give you an idea, it was roughly I think it was a group of, of about a dozen of us. Oh, that's fun! So it was kind of fun. So. You can kind of usually they would break up into pairs of four, and then you would hang out with this group. And then, like, if you grew too tired to stay, so the group, some of them were faster and some of them were slower. Mm-hmm. And then just like, okay, we're going to go to a rest stop here. We'll meet you all there. So the hmm. fast guys get out there. They're drinking coffee or whatever. And then the next group comes in. And the next group comes in. Yeah. And then everyone rests. And then they take off again and they kind of segregate again. Mm-hmm. So if you're, you could start out in the front group, right. get a little bit tired, drop to the second group. You know, and sometimes we would just all slow down and keep together. But it, it's a really neat way to connect with people because, you know, you ride side by side because your only thing to do for eight hours a day was hang out, bicycle, and talk to the guy next to you. Yeah. So was this all people you knew or it's like anyone can just sign up to join this group? It just depends. So some – the one that I went on, I knew all 12 people on the okay. tour – um, some of these tours, you can, I believe, REI sponsors these sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, they go through Colorado, all sorts wow. of beautiful oh, places. Yeah. Um, 
And what they would do is like, okay, there's two of us. And then they would pair you with another 10 people. And then you get to meet other people. Mm -hmm. That's cool. And and it's kind of a neat community because there's strong riders and there's weak riders. Mm -hmm. And so what the strong riders will do is like you see people falling back. And then it's like, okay, let me look at your gear. Give me that bag and give me your sleeping bag. I'm mm-hmm. going to put it onto my onto my cycle. So the strong riders will start carrying more oh, oh. luggage. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And then you know you might find a weak rider at the back, and all of a sudden they don't they're not carrying anything. Yeah. Um, because you know everyone realizes yeah. they need some help, yeah. and so it's this kind that's of nice. it's a community. What a you know? beautiful concept. Yeah. Where did you do this? Um, this I did in Ohio. So. Ohio is a relatively flat uh, – it's a flat state, mm-hmm. which is nice. Um, I was – these days I couldn't do it. I mean, I don't think the last time my chance was about a decade ago to be able mm-hmm. to bicycle this far. But um, now I would just have a heart attack getting out of my garage. No. <laughs> <laughs> but but the um, – it, it's being a flat area. Um, it's, it's a very nice – it's almost – because it's kind of like bicycling on flat. Mm-hmm. You know, you could kind of do that all day, sure. you know. And um, – you carry your own water and you carry all the, you know, actually sometimes we were so cheap, we would go to a campsite, burn wood. It's like, oh, we didn't use all the logs. What should we do with them? Yeah, let's just take them to the next campsite. Yeah, and we will geez. put wood on the back of our bicycles wow. and go to Bring the next campsite. Because oh, we didn't want to pay five more bucks did for the Did you wood. train for this or were you so sore? Um I did not train for this. This was a time in my life where I was bicycling 10 miles a day. Oh, so you. Um, Mm. So if, like, we wanted to do it, like, could we do it? Would you say, like, oh, you guys would be fine, or would we need a... It depends on the tour. Now, I will tell you a tour that I know both of you could do, and even myself right now. (laughs) If you go to Hawaii, they have one-day tours, and what they do is they put you into a van with a whole bunch of bicycles all over it, and they drag a bunch of bicycles on mm-hmm. a trailer <laughs> and they drive you up to the top of a mountain. Oh. And you bicycle down. I would be terrified. That would be scary because I'd be scary. My really friend did fast. that. My friend did that and she fell oh going downhill. You, you don't you that's what brakes are for. Just keep it <laughs> at a speed. I don't know. She told me horror and stories. <clears throat> she was with her whole family, her little sisters. and oh, There's some ones. Some awful. of them are more gentle. Hill. You don't have to do the ones in Hawaii, but there's other places that do them that are I like lighter. Like so Ohio. <laughs> I like little hills. Yeah, I like little go tiny down. ones, but mountain. not like the hill, you know, off Superior. If yeah, you can do no. 100 miles a day, you, you need mm-hmm. to be able to bicycle at a rapid rate of yeah. about five miles per hour. Of like five miles daily mm-hmm. at like around 15 miles per hour. Oh, if you can do that, 15 miles per hour, which is and a quick And you have base. gears, right? I'm sorry? Help, you have gears on your bike to yeah. help you? Yeah. So you, I mean. It's not like a beach cruise. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, I only have a beach cruise. Yeah. Cruise. Same. At that time, I had an 18 speed. Now there's some of them, you know, there's some bicycles that have 21 speeds. Wow. Like an electric bike, and no one would know. <laughs> that's what, that's uh, a great idea. <laughs> but then that's called a motorcycle. No, those electric, those like little, uh, like the fancy bicycles they can turn on to be electric and off. Yeah. Why are they called pedna? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something with a P. Yeah. So one side story about this was, I, I just, I, this is something I always tell when I'm telling those stories. Mm-hmm. We went camping, we were camping one night, and, you know, what you do is you sit by a campfire and hang out with people, and you're cooking food, and you're just conversing and such. And we had left some of the snacks in the tent. And it's very, very dark, kind of like your campground, uh, Katharina, and um, we kind of hear some rustling in our, by our tent, and you're kind of, everyone around us is like, what the hell's going on? And we run, go back to the tent and raccoons had gone <gasps> into our tent. Trash pandas. <clears throat> oh, and so once cute. they saw us, they took off yeah. and, um, there's, they had gone into like all our potato chips. It's like, son of a gun. I was going <laughs> to eat those afterwards. Oh, and then you man. look at the potato chips and you're like, they've been into the bag and they're halfway through. And it's just like, well, now Cuties. we can't eat them. Yeah. So yeah. what are we going to do? And, and you know, this was, a young me and I would never do this again but at that time it's like so mad I took the bag of potato chips and flung them into the woods I just Aww. threw them into the woods and it like landed in a tree and Ohio is all trees yeah and so like everyone is kind of like laughing at me and then 
all of a sudden we hear like raccoons again in the woods <laughs> and stuff like that. They came out They're to in find the tree. It. <laughs> they climb the tree and all we hear is like you hear the bag open <laughs> and you hear crunch, 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 Aww. crunch. So in the woods you, you hear all these raccoons in eating the trees the eating oh the chips. Oh my gosh. So, anyways. That's Poor funny. things. They're getting a diet of processed uh, food. Yes. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and they love it. Yeah. So I Cute. do want to go camping in Yosemite. Like, I My mom do that. does that a lot. I never. Does she have. like it? <clears throat> oh yeah, she's a big camper. They go all over. You could go glamping. Oh, I love glamping. <laughs> Talk about glamping. Yeah. Oh, you have a glamping story. To- or it's, I mean, it's not really like adventurous though. It's just my my really good friend. She was a bridesmaid at my wedding. Um, she kind of stumbled across this campsite that's in like Solvang area, which is like Central Coast California wine country, and this place has. Everything. They have airstreams that you can rent. They have oh. cabins, or they do glamping. So one year we do it every year for her birthday now. But so oh, nice. the first year we went, we did these glamping, what they called the safari tents, and they were fabulous. And it literally is like, I mean, it was. I would say it was even better than a hotel room. It was done up very like safari like. But uh-huh. you have all the amenities of a hotel room. It's just that your walls were a tent, and even then like a shower. Yeah, but like in a there were like a shower building for them mm. but you like walk out onto the camp yard and there's like the fire pit and everything but i mean it literally is glorified like camping, camping. that's awesome but that's it was fun. it's really fun and then that whole campground like <coughs> has a lot going on and we would go do wine tasting during the day or whatever so i mean it's just cute. an excuse to say you like do you remember what it was called camping? yeah it's called flying flags resort oh, it's number one on yelp <laughs> whoa it's yeah Give me a free stay. <laughs> so is Please. it? Is it? Um, oh, it looks so pretty there. Yeah, it's cute. Are there? Tell us. So, like, is Yules. it a shared bathroom or is it a individual bathroom for the particular tent? Okay, so once again, like they have tons of different options of what you could rent. So uh-huh. for the glamping for the safari tent specifically, um, there is like a separate bathroom building that has like the really nice facilities of toilets and showers. But so your tent is just your room, but there are TVs. There's heat. There's electricity. Um, but is, uh, this is my concern. Shared oh. bathrooms? Yes. Okay, so you are sharing this bathroom in You have to rough it. Oh, that's the roughing. to share the, the bathroom, yeah. How close are the tents to each other? Oh, they're they're pretty close. Um, you, do you have, like, your own piece of 20 by 20 land that yeah. you... Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. And then, like, you have your own little, like, you know, porch kind of place where you walk out but then you share like the that like yard with the um like fire pits but that whole campground has also like pools and clubhouses and things that That's you can so cool yeah like i would have to get in, an airstream so. because i would keep everyone awake from my snoring that's what yeah. i want to do next year is i i want to try out an airstream is it really expensive fun. it depends what you get so this year because my husband and I, we wanted to bring our dog. And so you can bring dogs, but there's certain restrictions. So because we have such a big dog, we had to stay in what they call the Zaka tents. So mm. those are literally just tents, but they do come with cots and it's like a wood floor and then there's electricity. But that was like 50 a night. That's not bad. Yeah. But so depending on what you get. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But that was like the cheapest thing there. Yeah. Did you, um, so that type of Airstream, I've been trying to look into this as well, yes. and you two are from Santa Barbara, right? Yes. So well, you see- We went to school there. Yeah, yeah you see Santa Barbara. Yes. Um, they have a Airstream glamping oh. in Santa Barbara right now, and mm-hmm. I've been constantly, and there's oh. constantly full, and it's actually fairly close to the main street for what I've seen. Yeah. So it's kind of like in the, not to say in the main business district, but you go yeah. walk a block or two and apparently yeah. you're just in the center of Santa Barbara. I would love so that. Especially it's, because. It's steep though. I, because I love to go visit, but it's so expensive. All the hotels are expensive. The Airbnbs are even more expensive yeah. than the hotels these days. One time I finally found like an Airbnb like kind of in the area that like was reasonable to rent. And it was literally somebody's camper. In their yard. I was like, are you kidding me? No. It's, yeah, it's no. called Auto Camp in Santa Barbara, and they have them all across the nation. Oh. Well, not all across the nation in California. They have some in Yosemite. They have them in Cape Cod. And what they do is they when they put the Airstreams out there, they actually tear out the Airstreams, and they actually make them wow. almost like hotel rooms on the inside. Awesome. That looks awesome. <clears throat> and, Ooh, and I want to do this next time. Yeah. it's it's It depends on what time. First of all, they're always full. Oh. Um, when they first opened, cool. when they first opened, <laughs> it was just like, now. oh, yeah. I should have booked them. 
And now that everyone else has found out about them, you had to reserve well in ahead of time. Yeah. And they're not necessarily – they're inexpensive, but they're not Sorry, cheap. what did you call it? Auto, Auto camp. camp. Auto yes. camp. <clears throat> this is really cool. Uh, I'm looking at the photos. But I do, so I do hesitate to say that glamping is adventure. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I mean, it's an adventure for those who don't want to have an actual adventure. So it's like you're kind of, you're kind of. It's, it's like, like the like VR a, experience. It's like a, yeah, and that's like a facade. You're yes. still outside yes. technically. It, it was nice. It's nice to like take our dog and be yes outside. Yeah, you're yeah. like in nature. Yeah, but in a nice around. Yeah, it's like a VR roller coaster. Yeah, of adventure. Yeah, uh, Magic Mountain or something. Yeah. So I've I've never specifically done a vacation revolved around the adventure. Like I've never like gone to the Colorado River just to go white rider rafting or something like that. Yeah. Um, but we have done some semi adventurous things when we do go places uh-huh. because it is nice to get out and do some of that fun stuff. Um, and uh, one thing when we were in. Belize, we did do a a jungle hike, and it was actually it's at a jaguar reserve, oh my and God. so um, there wow. are signs everywhere about you know jaguars, and there's a whole. I think I can't remember if it was like volcanic territory there or not, hmm. but actually Belize had a lot of things. So we did this hike in this jaguar reserve, which was really cool. So it was a jungle, and you get to hike all through it. There are like trails, but there are like different trails, and. You could see animals and hear birds, and there were so many butterflies. And then you wow. would come across um, waterfalls and different pools of water. And so but there was jaguars. Mm, yeah, yeah. You you run the risk of jaguars. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. So you risk that knowing a jaguar can just come up behind you and grab you. Yeah, but I I I don't think that's don't worry. An they would just break down and leak oil everywhere. Uh-huh. 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 Sorry, another one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Oh, you found it. Yeah, I, <laughs> um, I think it is specifically like called the Jaguar Reserve that you um, hike in. But um, there were a few places where we got to like swim in this freshwater pool wow. of like waterfall water all by ourselves, which was really neat. And we never saw a Jaguar, so I was really okay. disappointed. Oh, maybe but it was, that's yeah. a good thing, though. Well, lots of... Yeah, because we've been in the wild, and it's like half it just like comes right. It's just a big kitty. It's a big kitty, kitty. You know, human tastes bad. Chicken better. You know. (laughs) Did you? Did they warn you guys? Like, oh, if you see a jaguar, do this or don't do this. Yeah, they do say like they gave us instructions, but I don't remember anything about you have to sign your life away saying like you don't sue them Belize no (laughs) that's true never mind they're not worried about lawsuits the jaguar would just eat you anyways but it was funny because when we were looking up you know where we were staying and what was around that was like we're like oh we're gonna do that and then when we were at our hotel like um it was really fun we made a lot of friends there so like at the end of the day everyone's like in the pool at this bar and everyone's talking about what they did and so we were talking to this one like family or a couple or someone who basically they were we told them how we were into the Jaguar Reserve, and they were like, "You guys are gonna go do that?" Like they were, they they really scared us. They said something like, "We heard a woman got dragged off," or, or something that yeah. we started to be like, "Should we not go?" That was the competing hotel spreading rumors. Yeah, right? probably. <laughs> but I was like, "No, we're gonna go," and we went, and it was fine, and it was very beautiful. Oh my god! Um, but then the other thing we did. In Belize, and this was inland Belize. This was along the Guatemala border. This is where I can't remember the name of the place, but it has like the tallest waterfall in Central America. So you can go and you can see that. It's very beautiful. But then they have all these what they call the natural water slides. And Uh so it's essentially like a river, but these rocks in there are so big and they've been smoothed over that you can just water slide down them and it's very shallow. And so it was really cool. So we hiked through to go do that. And that was my husband's favorite thing there. Sounds like a Texas lazy river. I want to go there now. Probably. I'm like looking at flights to Belize right now. I think you should go. Yeah, we'll see. And it says to go between December and March. It's their yeah. dry season. Where I would recommend that. We went in August uh, because it was cheap. And as we got there, they were warning us about the hurricane that was coming oh, no. and gave us flashlights for the room. It and the hurricane follow you a lot. It does, hurricane. doesn't it? Well, Jeez. we were the geniuses who went in August, but it was cheap. Uh, but we were fine. Thank goodness. Uh, but I really enjoyed that. But there's a lot of stuff I feel like in Central America, especially where really 
like accessible fun things to do you know getting outside of like museums and the city and whatnot so have you done cooking or anything like that or i want to i have not i have a friend who she did that in croatia she did like a cooking class oh nice yeah tickets to belize 470 round trip from la from la not bad. With a stop though in Miami. Oh yeah, you usually have to stop in like yeah. Dallas or Miami. Or well, you can't like get to you can't really even get to Washington D.C. for that amount of money from you know. So know. that's pretty. So for expensive. Valentine's Day. <coughs> yeah. So actually, I don't know if this is relevant, but I'll tell you the story of how we even started to go to Belize. So my uh, my best friend lives in North Carolina, and we we've we still have never been out there together to go visit her, and so that fateful summer in 2017 i was like we have to go and we were looking up tickets and they were so expensive i was like we could go somewhere we could go to like belize for less than this and we were like let's look that up <laughs> and we're like oh we can't so i told her sorry we're going to Belize." oh instead. my god that's actually how i ended up in japan one year yeah is that i was trying to take my daughter to washington dc to see the um the cherry blossoms and see this yeah to see the mall yes. you know and mm-hmm. see all the museums and it was something crazy like eight hundred dollars to fly out during spring and i'm like and i said the same thing it's like i bet you it's cheaper if i went to japan and saw the cherry blossoms yeah i looked it up and it was a hundred dollars cheaper each plane serious? ticket and i'm like wow that's a no-brainer we're going to, to japan, japan. <laughs> wow. isn't that so frustrating that it's easier to get to a foreign country often where, mm-hmm. you know, so but I feel you. Kristen, yeah. didn't yes. you say Belize was kind of not the safest? Like you had to stay on one side. I remember you telling me a story like that. Hmm. Like you didn't want to cross the freeway. <gasps> no, that was, was that- Vietnam. Well, when I got... <laughs> that was Vietnam? Well, when I had to... I was crying said- every time I had to cross the street because... It was so hard to cross the street. No, there's yeah. another one. I thought it was Belize. Like, you're supposed to stay on one side. I'm oh, trying to remember. But Belize certainly is not the same. There was, they told us there was a freeway we could not go okay, down. Okay, that's the story. Okay. Yeah, so there's a very big highway, and the rental car company told us if you go down that highway, you are not, like, the insurance doesn't cover you because it's so dangerous. There are all these bandits and looters, so you cannot go down that highway. Oh, my God. So we did not, and we were fine. <laughs> Belize ranks consistently in the top 10 countries in the world with the highest rate of homicide. Yeah, but they're not after you. You never know. Mm, yeah, they probably are after you. <laughs> you never know. You might look wrong or something. And But honestly, and, and I do, even when I'm going to new places and I look up stuff like that, and you're kind of like, ugh. But then, I'm not saying not to just go or not be cautious, but you go and... People are still just living their lives. The resorts still have tourists. Like I guess if we stay yeah. maybe in the resort area. I mean, that's the same thing in Mexico. There's parts of Mexico that's that are totally. very dangerous. Mm-hmm. However, there's the tourist areas that have traditionally had very good records. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just like, I mean, it's yeah. kind of like even the United States. There's bad parts of the United States. There's good parts of the United mm-hmm. States. Um, it's just always be wise and be cautious. So. Yeah. I was Did you nervous. see this? Mm-hmm. Mm, the blue hole. Yeah, we went out towards it. We went, um, we went scuba diving. Not scuba. Sorry, snorkeling out there, because that is Belize has the second best reef after like the Great Barrier Reef. Like the next one to go see is in Belize, and so it's off like the blue hole. So it's a very famous location for scuba divers. Mm. Um, but obviously, you need to be certified and do all that. So. Yeah. We did not go out to do that since we couldn't scuba dive, but we went out to. They have what's called the whole Chan. Shark Ray Alley. And so we did snorkeling with oh, like wow. different sharks. And, and oh, no. No, but they're like, oh, no. It, it sounds oh, scary, but they're gosh. like small sharks. They're like not, I wanted to say venomous. They're like not aggressive or something. <laughs> and like the, like our guide who like drove us out there, like he would pick them up and stuff like that. And there are big stingrays and stuff. Oh, so wow. it was pretty cool. That's cool. I, mm. Yeah, I don't know if I would do that. I love snorkeling, but just knowing mm. there's like a shark, I don't know. Yeah, but it's the I one where it looks so small, you're like, that's oh. a shark. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's like a cat. It's the size of a cat. Size of a cat. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So That's yeah. Cool. Do you have any more stories? I think you th- you found some interesting ones. Yeah. Too. So I guess I'm not too adventurous, but there's <laughs> one I never heard of it, but sky hammocking. So I guess this is a festival that's done in Italy. 
where about 22 participants uh, have these hammocks that they hang on a line and just sleep there. And it's called the Ticket to the Moon. So it's just a line that goes from one mountain to another mountain. And somehow they <laughs> they move their hammocks on this line and then they sleep in it. That sounds horrifying. I know. I'm, I saw the picture. I'm like, this is a joke. Okay, that reminds me of, have you seen those pictures where you do like the sky dining? Where like, what? it's the table. Oh, yes. Up, yes. You're just suspended in the air and you're like strapped in and then you eat a meal up there. I you saw never, that. The side of a mountain. That's just no, ridiculous. I have not seen that. Right, I have keep seen, talking. I'm going to look it up. I've seen them where they do the um, people who climb and they can't get to a plateau area. And they'll actually hang their hammocks yeah. off the side of the mountain and mm-hmm. they sleep in. Right. I've seen that. hammocks that are. They're little like cocoon things. Yeah. yeah. Because the thing know. is, you don't, you don't want to like roll out of yeah. the bed. It's so <laughs> thousand feet. And then something else they found, you can fly a jet with zero experience. That sounds awful. So they have in California and Florida and Texas. One in Dubai. Um, but oh, my God. That's you can cool. fly for 45 minutes for $3,000. But how – okay, so someone else does the takeoff and the landing, I'm yeah, assuming? Yeah, so okay. there's like the jet planes, you have two um, people okay. in it. So you have you, the non-experienced, and then the experienced uh, guy with you. And then they like do most of the flying, but then they give you like time that you're the one controlling it. So is there a point in time where I can actually look to the pilot to my right and go, hey, here, hold my beer. Watch this. I <laughs> guess so. I like, guess so. You could do all the tricks. I, I would freak <laughs> oh out. God. Like, no. That just. You do get a training no. video, though, before. Oh. That just so, seems. You know. Is it just a video game of like. <laughs> <laughs> right. That but would scare me. that's for three yeah. grand. And then if there is a company in Canada that will take you out to the Titanic in the submarine. <gasps> I would cool. love that. It's a hundred thousand dollars. Not mm, so cool. Not yeah. so cool. And I guess it's like a nine-day adventure to like get there. So you help like the ship crew and like you're part of one <gasps> of the workers, like help them out and you do some what? research. With they should them. be paying you then. I know, right? And maybe, then maybe you go I down can make in a the movie and <laughs> use that to fund money. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I I think it'd be so cool. I I still am obsessed with like Titanic from when I was a kid until the movie, but I don't think I could actually be in a submarine and go down that low. Mm-mm. No way. Too scary. too much, yeah. And I mean, your ear pressure. I like can't barely put my head underwater. My ears start popping. Yeah. Like, I can't. Have you ever been in a submarine? At Disneyland. <coughs> yeah, at Disneyland. You know, so sometimes you'll have, uh, actually there's a decommissioned submarine in mm. San Diego. I think it's a Russian one off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. And so you can go and tour them and such like that. And every time I go, I'm not a huge guy, but every time I go through a doorway, I always bang my head and yeah. I'm banging my head. Yeah. They're, they're really small tight? spaces, small, yeah. tight spaces. It's very claustrophobic. Why can't they make them bigger? Don't know. Right. I know, right? I mean, there are some that are fairly big, but, it's, you know, I'm certain these that are going down there are not huge ones. So, um, Okay, so do you guys have something on your bucket list, some adventure on your bucket list? I want to go to Belize now. Oh, yeah. There's some really cool, like, Mayan ruins there, too. That'd be that cool. I really need to see. Yeah, there's a couple, but I can't think of them off the top of my head I right want now. to skydive, but when I'm 80. So if I die, I die. Great. <laughs> That's something I always wanted to do. But it'll but kill you just the... Because when the parachute comes out, it yanks you, and so it's really bad for your shoulders and stuff. So when you're old, it might just rip your arms. Maybe out of your I just socket. can't do it anyway. Remember George I'm so Bush Senior? <laughs> like, there's no way. George oh. Bush Senior jumped at seventy. Did he? Yeah. Oh, well, there's hope, Catherine. Yeah. Okay. He more calcium. I don't think it was tandem at that point. Actually, I think he might have done one after. So yeah. he, you know, George Bush Senior was in World War II, mm-hmm. and um, he was actually shot down, and. Uh, so every year, I think for his birthday or something crazy, he was going. He would go skydiving. Wow! And then he was doing it close to his seventies, and they got to the point where you know he was an older gentleman that he actually had to. Um, <laughs> he actually had to. Ha- he started using doing a tandem, and they, someone would go down with him, but he would still go skydiving. Wow! So, so if I do it with someone, mm-hmm. when the parachute opens, it yanks them, not me. Right? Oh. If they have the parachute? If they have the parachute. Yeah, I wouldn't do it by myself. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good for you. 
All right. We'll see. Yeah. If I make it that long. If California has a burn to a crisp and we're all still here. Just go somewhere else. Okay. <laughs> Do um, it in Belize. Yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted oh to go. Oh, what? I just remembered an adventure I did. What's that? I, I was terrified out of my mind. That's why I kind of erased it. <laughs> a long time ago. Memories. I went parasailing. Oh. Oh, was it scary? I was terrified. Oh. It was in Newport Beach. Got a group on whatever. I did nice. it. And first, like, it was fine, but I told the guy that, like, because you could have two options. You could do 500 feet or 800 feet. And I was like, okay, I only want 500 feet because, like, I'm already scared. I don't want to go yeah. high. Like, 500 is perfect. And it was already kind of like a windy day. Mm. So we get up to 500 feet. And I'm like, okay, this isn't bad. And then, like, we start going up higher and higher. And I'm like, oh, no. Like, uh, this guy uh, did not uh, listen to me. Then he goes, like, and then we're it at got windy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so it got windy and it started, like, sh- moving us side to side. I was like, this is not comfortable. I feel like we're going to fly off this thing. Yeah. And I just kept looking at the water. I'm like, oh, my God, there's probably a shark waiting down <laughs> there for me. Like, yep. I can't handle this. You're an evil. <laughs> so then I, like, the sign is to put two thumbs down. So I, like, kept doing this. Like, bring me down. <laughs> and I brought him down. And I started yelling at the guy. I'm like, I paid for this. I said 500. You put me up higher. He's like, well, you look like you're having so much fun. I'm like, uh, yeah, at 500. He's like, oh, yeah, I did push you up to 950. <gasps> 950? And I'm oh, like, God. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's why I was freaking out because I didn't want to do it. Did you get a refund? No. Aww. He thought it was hilarious. Uh-huh. I was so freaked out. I'm like, that's messed up, man. Like, yeah. I was enjoying my time at 500 and he had to push me to a limit I did not want. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> so I will never go parasailing again. Well, not with that guy. Yeah, no. But then, like, I would start researching, like, Horror stories of parasailing. Can't do that. Yeah, and then like someone's buckle fell off and oh, they fell Lord. and died. And yeah, at least you were over the ocean. Maybe you would have made no, it. No, but because it was just such a high. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like concrete. Yeah. So I'm like, oh god. Great. Yeah. So I'm not doing that. Well, one of my dreams, and I guess this still isn't even adventurous, <laughs> but I would love to stay in like one of those Nordic hotels like up in like Lapland yes. with like the glass ceiling. Oh, in Iceland they have the, no, Finland. Yeah. Them. And, so and you the can beds watch. are made out of blocks of ice? Well, no, not no, the no, ice no, hotels. No. Oh, no. I it's like a glow, hotel. like a half gl- dome, dome. Oh, okay. of glass. And so you can watch the northern lights yeah. at night. Or probably during the day at that point. Yeah. <laughs> yes, would cool. I would love. I would love to do Lapland. So when I was just in Helsinki for the conference, um, I was so jealous because there were so many conference attendees who had spent the week up in Lapland in Finland, Lapland, which is like the reindeer, like oh. very preserved area and stuff. Um, I was so jealous. It sounded so cool. I would want to do so, that. Yeah, I really want to do that. Oh my god, I have another adventure I did. <laughs> Where are these, these coming are, from? Yeah. Just, all blocked. Yeah, out of they're your head. blocked. But now we're talking about yeah, like stuff. open the door. So I was in high school. It's for my AP environmental class. We had to either go scuba diving in Catalina or go to uh, Yosemite oh. to like look at rocks or. Whatever. I want to do both. <laughs> so I chose Yosemite. Nice. Yeah, and we did like a bunch of different hikes, and one of the hikes um, was called the Spider Cave. I don't know if you guys heard of that Mm-mm. one. Mm-mm. So um, it was a group of 15 or 20 of us. And we had a leader um, from Yosemite in the front, like, taking us down the spider cave. And she said that we're it's pretty tight in there. So if, you have, if you're claustrophobic, Can't like, you deal. shouldn't do it. Yeah. And it's going to be pitch black. And I'm like, excuse me, what? <laughs> pitch black? And she's like, yes, pitch black. And this is um, where the native... Um, Oh my god, Native Americans would live. So we're going to enter how they would enter the cave, I guess. Wow. So you walk down a hole pretty much that's in the ground like pretty tight. Like I'm not that big. I'm mm-hmm. like I was already feeling super claustrophobic. You're pretty petite. Yeah. yeah. So you have to go feet first and you kind of walk like a spider, but you Is that why it's called that? Yeah, your stomach's facing up. Yeah. And then your legs are front and your hands are behind you, like, <gasps> trying to walk. Oh, no. And you're in a nope. tunnel at this point, And it's pitch black, so you don't know where you're going. This so the, like and you don't know when the end is coming. And you don't know when the end's coming. So the person in front of you has to guide you. And then you guide the person behind. So they start, like, slapping on rock. Okay, grab this. 
oh you have my to grab it gosh. and like clapping here like okay put your foot on this rock and pull yourself and through you're doing, so you're doing this by echolocation yes oh so we're pretty much like bats in there <laughs> yeah and then the girl in front of me i was i was pretty upset with her because she was slapping a rock she's like okay you have to put both feet in this hole and slide down and i'm like what and so I put my feet through, and she's trying to pull me. And I'm like, no, you're going to break my leg. My feet cannot fit in this hole. Yeah. Like, there's no way I'm going through, through this hole. And then I, like, kicked her because I was getting <gasps> so, like, <laughs> frustrated. I'm like, let my let go of my feet. You're going to break my foot. And then I started, like, pushing my feet, like, against the wall. And yeah. I found a bigger hole, which was the correct hole. She, uh. like, pointed to the wrong one. And then I slid down. Okay. And I was like, this is the worst thing I've ever done. And then, like, we get into this cave, and it's beautiful, whatever. And then the guy, like, turns on, like, her headlamp, and you see, like, cave paintings and everything. Wow. Which was really cool, but I was like, I would never do this. And you had to get out the same way? No, then there was, like, a quick little exit. Like, (laughs) but it was the experience of how they Uh, did it. Yes, yes. And I'm like, this is a joke. I'm like, no. Okay. And you don't even know what bugs were in there. There were spiders. Yeah. Okay. Bats. Crickets. And yeah. yeah. So that was dun, awful. Dun, dun. Yeah. Adventure. Oh, wait. Cave crickets. Oh, God. Well, I should have been doing this as you were yes. telling the stories at the scene. Zen, <laughs> right. what's your bucket list? Uh, yeah, bucket list. And I have a couple other I could talk about. So I'll let you oh. choose. So uh, oh, no, I'll do it quick. Um, I always have been an automotive enthusiast. So I um, always... Actually, originally I wanted to go to motorcycle. Um, you could go do motorcycle racing, uh, motorcycle racing courses, huh. so you could become huh. a certified motorcycle racer. Oh, that's cool. Um, I don't think I would ever want to race, but just to go, <laughs> you know, like you're in a barn. It's like, oh yeah, I have a motorcycle racing license. <laughs> nice. You know, that would be kind of fun. Um, mm-hmm. I yeah. think I'm a little less ambitious now. Um, I might like, I might kind of diluted in maybe a car racing license which is not that difficult to <laughs> yeah, do yeah. um <clears throat> motorcycles now it's like if you uh, you start falling down it starts to hurt a lot more oh, um as far as uh things i still have done it's like i could talk about spelunking which i oh, think yeah, like yeah, yeah. what is that one so spelunking is the um it's caving so you see people go down into caves and you can, um, and you just go explore caves on your own. So you get like your overalls and you put on your helmet and you put, you know, whatever, whatever. And then you just go. Do you, you jump or no, do no, you no, have no. a rope? Um, so the cave specifically that I went in was in West Virginia. And oh, yeah. it's it's the entrances on the ground. Yeah. And you kind of walk down. Okay. And so you walk down and you walk down. And, of course, the, the type of gear you have is you have gloves. You have um, an overall jumpsuit. You bring a little bit of food. You try to get – actually, most of the stuff we had was, like, hard candies, which had a lot of calories. Oh, And oh, you would open them up in a tin. And then you would just take your mouth and you would eat them because you don't want to touch it with your hands because your hands are getting a lot of – bacteria when you're down in the caves oh. and you don't wash your hands um <laughs> and you have a helmet light um most of us were using um helmet lights that were battery powered some people were using old cold mining helmets oh, no way yeah and these are kind of interesting because they have a little canister and you fill them up with these kind of look like metal pellets and when you put water onto the metal pellets and i forget what they're called i think it's called halide the um they would give off a gas and then the gas would come out of a little tube mm-hmm. and then you light the little tube and then you have a little reflector off of it so it was actually a flame an old style flame uh flame light yeah. and so you just keep on p- putting more pellets and there's always water around and that's what <laughs> some of the people would use interesting um, i wow. think halogen ones are much brighter now or, or lot sure of everything's kind of some of these old improved. hardcore guys it's just like well your batteries run out if i'm down here the more than one day yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so have spare batteries. Yeah, I guess so. Um, <laughs> and so you go down there, you get to see cave crickets, you get to see the nice. different types of wildlife down there. So cave crickets, are they just normal crickets or are they special kind of crickets? They're a different type of cricket. They're kind of... Um, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, keep talking. They're, they, they, they're very different. It's, it's a different type of animal or, mm-hmm. or a bug, as far as I can tell. You see, and running water, 
the interesting thing is once you get something like 50 to 100 feet below the Earth's surface, all year long, it's 55 degrees. So it could be 100 degrees outside, right. but you get 50 to 100 feet down, mm-hmm. and it's 55 degrees. Why? Um, it's just something about the insulative qualities yeah. to the Earth. You can go the people sun like sun heat doesn't penetrate through the yeah. rock, and so stuff. it's always going to be fifty five. Always fifty five. In fact, there's some like pe- any part of the world. You think if you go to any that, part of the world, you oh, go fifty five feet down or a hundred feet down, and it's it's hmm. fifty five degrees. Then I wonder, like that's why people wine down there or have wine cellars and that type of stuff in their mm-hmm. basements. I wonder, like if it gets like super hot, like if people could just start like building caves like down there to like escape it like in like i don't know in yeah Africa, we could when become it's super cave hot. dwellers actually the <laughs> <laughs> new race there's we're all gonna be cave dwellers. living underground because it's too hot on earth mm-hmm. oh my gosh called, that could happen yeah there's something called geothermal heating slash cooling for houses right but that's when <coughs> like the natural waters and stuff are coming up no what no. you do is you okay. dig a really deep hole run a pipe that goes down into the earth. That's something that will transfer heat and coolness. Mm -hmm. And so during the winter, if it's like in Ohio, it's very cold, right? So it could be negative zero. You run this pipe down and it it has a liquid and it it will warm up the liquid Mm -hmm. up to 55 degrees and you pump it into your house at 55 degrees and then you warm the 55 to something comfortable. During the summer, you pump the... The liquid's warmer, mm-hmm. and it goes down, and it cools down to 55 degrees, and you bring it back up, and it cools your house. Got it. So it's, it's you, you know, it's a starting point to cool or a starting point to warm. Right. So um, anyways, but so you can actually go spunking during the middle of winter when it's negative degrees outside, and it will still be 55 <laughs> degrees uh-huh. down there. Um, the cool. cave reminds me, when I was in Iceland, we went to the specific cave where Jon Snow and Egret. Hmm. Oh, uh, it's Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's Game of Thrones. And there's the hot, <laughs> it's like a hot water, the geothermal pool. I bet it is. It is. <laughs> but, but that's like a place that people go to, and we found it. And it's crazy because it's just, it looks like, I mean, it's just rocks, and uh-huh. then you have to like climb up and find the little hole that goes down because it's completely inconspicuous. Uh-huh. But so you have to go through a hole. Oh, they don't advertise no, it's just it. Like, you just found it, right? But you know, it's just like as you're walking, it's like an opening. Oh, so okay. yeah, do you have to like wash yourself before you go in? Is there like a rule? It it's totally just out in nature. Like oh, it's wow. not like guarded or like oh, wow. controlled. I think it's on someone's property actually. Mm. Yeah. How warm was it? It was really like hot. Like a jacuzzi? It was hot. Yeah, 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 yeah. We didn't go in. We just, like, I mean, into the water. We just, like, went into the cave to, like, check it out. It was actually also really steamy. Like, you could hardly see anything because we went. Jeez. It was really cold, and then the water was so hot. Was it, um, did it have, like, a sulfur smell, or was it a typical mineral water? That one was okay, but okay. going, like, going up to that area, we passed by some sulfur pools that yeah. were oh, awful. Yeah. Like, awful. If, it, if you're in, like, Taiwan, a lot of the 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 geothermal waters are have a lot of sulfur, so you yeah. kind of go in there's like you bathe the in this. The bog of eternal yes. stench. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So caving is kind of is is a lot yeah. of fun. We did it for about six hours. Wow. Um, what, wow. What's really fun is that you know you got this map and you're looking at the map and it's like oh I can get here to here and this is something like oh that's that's a hundred yards that's mm-hmm. not too far and then you see this path that winds off and it's it's like a like a mile. And I, we're looking at the map. It's like, why would anyone go the mile instead of going the 100 yards? So I was like, okay, let's do the 100 yards. And then some people, I'm going to go do the mile. Uh, so we go in this little the cave. It's like six feet tall. You know, it's about two feet wide-ish maybe. And we go through and we keep – and cool parts is elevation changes up, up, elevation changes up and down. Mm-hmm. And then the, there's, the cave starts getting lower – and so it's oh, like, no. okay, you're kind of hunched over. And, you know, about 50 yards in, it's like, now you're crawling. Oh, and then you're looking down, and it's like, oh, man, it's running water, fresh oh. water. So we're like, ah, oh. Okay, so it's like, okay, we only got another 25 yards to go. Mm-hmm. And Jeez. then it turns into a <laughs> hole. 
Oh no. And so we're like, okay, oh, we're we're already committed. So we're crawling oh, no. through this we're oh, crawling no. through the stream. No. Wow. And we're kind of on our hands and knees, uh, not even hands and knees. It's kind of like on our, our elbows and wiggling through. Water's God, running down our what front. What if you got stuck? Oh, well, I'll tell you a stuck story, too. Well, they too. wouldn't uh, <laughs> die of thirst. That's I'll tell true. you a stuck story, too. Oh, man. So, like, I, I keep on going through. And we got this. We're all wet. You know, we're coming through. And finally, it's like, okay, we come out the other end. And then the other people who had walked around are looking at us like, what happened to you? Because it was a straight yeah. walk. <laughs> oh, other, my it was a mile. It was like a mile route, and it was just like a perfect, it was like a hallway. They never even saw water. Wow. Wow. Way to go. And here's the stuck story, is that all these guys were like, the small group, I mean, we were a group of 14. I was grouped up with seven. Mm-hmm. And I was at the back. And so I was like hanging out and I was like looking at the walls and the crickets and like admiring everything. And it's like, oh, everyone's taking off. Oh, oh better go follow them. So it's falling and falling, kind of scurrying after them. And, you know, I'm kind of far, pretty far behind with all the turns. And then the path turns into a hole that's about, eh, say, about a foot and a half by a foot and a half. Jesus. Mm-hmm. So it's like, get on my hands and knees. And it's like, hey, guys. And they kind of have gone. And so I stick my head through the hole on my hands and knees. I stick my head through the hole. And I find myself at a top of a cave with a mm-hmm. kind of a sheer cliff. So so imagine this. You come through a hole. And there's this extreme incline down that would be hard to navigate walking down. So it's like, ah. So I get to about my waist. And I'm kind of trying to squeeze through. And everyone has left. And it's this huge, immense room. And it's complete black. And I'm seeing the last headlight go away. And as I <laughs> squeeze through around my waist, it hits the battery pack and the lights go off. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. So here I am, am hanging 30 feet on a oh steep incline, 30 or 40 feet in this big, huge cave in the pitch black. And I've got no lights. And I'm like. That's horrifying. Uh, and, of course, it's just like talk about a little bit of panic yeah and so like i'm reaching and so now the battery pack is on the other side of this kind of tight wedge and i can't reach in through the hole to grab the battery pack so i'm kind of ramming my my um hip with the battery pack against Mm -hmm. the wall and finally after a couple minutes i like hit it just right then the lights turn back uh, (laughs) wow and then i slip down so no, it's fun. Oh it, you just hilarious. Don't, yeah, yeah. it's just it's just you had to do these. You, there's, it's a well-known, documented cave, and it wasn't too challenging. Okay, and it's a lot of fun. So Jeez. I guess if you know other people will be coming through there. Too. Yes, like we're yeah. Zen. Yeah. <laughs> They're eating like dinner. It's like yeah. Where did he end up? When's the last time you saw him? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Well. Yeah. So. Lots of adventure. Yep. On the docket. So. If you enjoyed our show, we'd love it if you'd give us five stars on iTunes or Google Play. Also, if you'd let your friends know, we'd appreciate it. We'd love to have them be a part of our listener family. If you want more travel stuff, follow us on Instagram and Facebook, where you can find photos of adventures around the world, interesting articles, and more. Last of all, before we leave, we want to give a big thank you to our sponsor, University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education, which offers only the best continuing professional education. If you need a career boost or are looking for a new profession, check them out at ce.uci.edu. Thanks again for tuning in. Bye. Bye. Ciao.